Hey everyone, this is Mark. Welcome back to Speak Break Podcast. Today I'm here with a new friend, uh, Bianca Madrid, and we have uh, met through taking an improv class together in downtown Orlando. So I invited her to the podcast to share a little bit about her and her story and her journey. I think she has a lot of things to offer and to share. Uh, welcome, Bianca. Hello, Mark. Hello, uh, thank you for coming and uh, spending some time with us and with my listeners. Thank you, I'm honored to be here. Thank you. So, Bianca, could you tell us a little bit, what makes you, you? What makes me, me? Well, I grew up in El Paso, Texas, so from a border city, I think that really shaped who I am and the way that I ended up here in Orlando, Florida. (laughs) I attended the University of Texas at El Paso. I got a degree in poli-sci with a minor in management, and I had an opportunity to do an internship here in Orlando, and I fell in love with it and the company that I work for, and I decided to take a career leap and, you know, try to make a life out here. And so I think that I bring a lot of energy and enthusiasm and I enjoy having a good time and uplifting others around me. So I think that's what makes me me. So as we were taking the class together on improv, uh, we have many different participants and members. What I remember about your contribution, you always had a big smile, right? It was a big smile and it, it felt like you were not afraid to take challenges. Um, there was a excellent instructor and maybe like what 12 students in the class about yeah. and I think you one of the first like always jumped in the, the the student excuse me the teacher say okay today we're gonna have this game or this exercise and I remember you always stepping up and not just stepping up but also having this genuine smile right and, and I, I felt that's a remarkable quality thanks Mark is this how you approach life I do you know you you have the speak brave podcast and this is my first time actually being on a podcast and I look for those new opportunities there's new experiences if if I'm going to dedicate some time of myself to you know an enterprise or whatever an opportunity then I I feel like I should go full force go 100% and not I mean of course you know the nerves set in and you know you make it overwhelmed at least I do and I just figure if I put on that smile and that brave face and bring the energy, then, you know, even if I make a mistake, who's really going to notice other than me? I think we're our biggest critics, and I think that's what maybe keeps me from, or, you know, not um, not keep me from stuff, but just definitely just making sure that I can overcome that and, and then just continue moving on and moving forward. So momentum, so just... Uh going in like okay whatever it is okay let me try this <laughs> is that right yeah i would say so i did strength finders a few years ago and strength i know finder, strength yes, yes yeah, i did strength I, more about it yes. for people who don't know so my number one strength is woo and that's when others over when you know the source i like that one right. so you know and then positivity was another one so it was you know i i am i try to see the positive and everything and, and bring that positivity to a situation. But I think when you mention about just leaping forward and, and you know, going 100%, it's um, the activator in me 
who, yeah, the activator. So as an activator, you want to rush to get things done. Like you want to take action now. If a decision is made, you're ready to move forward. Like right. there's no waiting. You just you just want to get to the next, get to the end, mm-hmm. get the job done, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. So I think that's also part of what drives me is being that activator mm-hmm. and then having the positivity and the winning others over. I think that's in combination what helps to fuel me and drive me to be that person that just wants to step up and show out and you know move forward i think it's important because um i know people need someone to look up to and also to be inspired wouldn't you agree with that i would agree it's uh i feel that sometimes we don't have a lot of role models i mean we have some right that you know maybe too far away uh, sometimes uh, everywhere but i feel that if we can do our part we can inspire others and i think that counts for a lot no matter where you are in life what do you think about that I agree. I've been in a position of leadership in the past and I've had, you know, my employees look up to me and then tell me the way that I've impacted them and the way that I've been able to encourage them and build them and see them grow. And that's always, you know, encouraging for me to even see as a leader as well. What do you think, since we're talking about leadership, Mm -hmm. I'm very curious about your leadership style and also what kind of things have you learned in the past that makes you a better leader now? So when you talk about people that inspire you, I almost look at it not on the opposite, but just leaders that I've had in the past that maybe made some missteps or just weren't what I was expecting out of the idea of a leader. Mm -hmm. And so then I take that experience and what I have observed and said, you know what? I am not going to do that. I'm going to learn from those mistakes or those those outcomes that weren't as desirable, right? So one example is, you know, before I came to work um, in Orlando, I had a, a boss who just basically would give me an assignment and say, okay, have fun with it. And I was very new to the position I was in and didn't really have a lot of experience and was looking for more of maybe that not hand-holding, but just a little more guidance, you know, a little more direction and and just remembering what it's like to be that new person or inexperienced and, you know, have been able to take that into my leadership position and really just kind of gauge the levels of where, you know, my employees were at and understand, okay, they're on this learning curve versus this person who's been here a little bit longer and they may understand a little bit more and they just need you know a little more uplifting just to make sure that they're continuing down the right path but for those that are new or learning or overwhelmed or just haven't had as much training you know taking that time to invest a little bit more in them so that they feel like they've got they can go come down the right path and make better decisions as they move forward in their in their position so I've, I've, I've looked at it more of what have I learned from those situations that haven't been so desirable? What can I learn from from those leaders that I've had in the past? So I think it's very important. Um, I forget this a lot of times when I encounter somebody, maybe a client or a mentee, that that person coming from a background which is different than mine, and you know they didn't have all this time to think about things I think about. Oh, 
okay so let me just back up a little bit oh okay let me just okay let me see if i can be more patient and invest more yeah absolutely thank you for sharing this it's a great reminder for us all you're welcome Mike. bianca um would you mind sharing with us what do you what is your biggest failure yes so one of the experiences that comes to mind is I was going out for a pretty prestigious position a few years ago. And it was multiple rounds of interviews and just high exposure. And you just had to be ready for the criticism and the critique. And it's one of those situations where, you know, when you're in an interview, you have to be thinking on your feet, right, Mark? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I remember going into the last round, I had, I had made it as a finalist and I was, you know, just steps away from earning or, you know, getting into this role. And I remember just being in, in the interview and then being asked the question about, you know, basically why do you want it or what can you bring or, you know, just an in interview is really that conversation mm-hmm. where they're trying to get to know who you are, what you stand for, if you're a right fit. and. You know, at the point where I was in the process, me and the and the other finalists, any any one of us could have could have done these this prestigious role. So they were just at this point, you know, coming down to who's who's the right fit. Who do who do we see as this team to go ahead and lead this this position? And so I just the answer that I gave about kind of through that change management or how do you handle change or things of those natures, you know, when you're going through an interview, but I just remember saying, well, I had just switched locations and I was coming into this kind of unknown, but exciting, you know, direction. And even though this humongous opportunity was presented to me and I was this close to, you know, achieving it, I also knew that "Eh, if this didn't work out, I'm all right, because I've got this new journey that potentially is in front of me if if this doesn't work out. So I think that I came off as not really caring which way I went because at the time, like I said, I had just uh, switched locations. I had been, um, you know, I was was looking for that change. I was looking for that freshness, that newness. And so when this prestigious opportunity came about, I was was ready. I, I thought I was ready. Right. And I was I mean, it was to the point where, like I said, I made it into the finalist. But then getting into that into that interview that was basically determining who was going to receive this position. I think I came off as. I'm good. I'm good either way. If this doesn't work out because it's the it's the positivity in me, Mark. You see what I'm saying? Like it goes back to my strengths. So I'm this positive person. So I'm not going to sit there and be woe is me. Right. If this doesn't work out because, hey, I've still got this journey to go down and this is a new journey for me. So if this doesn't work out, then I'm good. You know, I think that was the perception. And I, I thought more about it. I believe, now I, I don't have confirmation per se, but I believe that that's probably one of the reasons why I didn't receive this prestigious role because I told my interviewers that I'm good. I'm good either way. But I meant it more in the fact that I'm this positive, uplifting, happy person, but the way that I believe I came off or the way that it was perceived was that, okay, well... I mean, she's made it this far. She's great, but eh, 
she doesn't she doesn't really want it, you know? And so I would say that from my biggest failure, which is not, you know, being being given that position to then fast forward to me making another career switch probably a couple years after that. I went into my interviews very determined and very adamant that this was the path I wanted, this is the goal I had, and this is why I deserve, not deserved, but this is why what I've done to put myself in a position to be able to handle this new role. And so I I never wanted to look back and just say, eh, no, I'm good, you know, with yeah. any sort of interview. I wanted to go in with it very determined, very passionate, mm-hmm. very just excited about this opportunity in front of me. And if you're willing to give me a chance, then I'm going to work hard for this position, this department, this area that, you know, I'm trying to break into. So I look back at that and think never again <laughs> am I going to come out and think, eh, you know, I'm good either way. Because nobody wants to hear that. No no interview wants to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you know, if she doesn't get it, eh, she's good with something else. Yeah. I feel uh, that this is gold. This is really gold. Thank you, Bianca. Being so open and so generous. I feel that somebody out there needs to hear this right now, today. Uh, there's, there's always this wonderful opportunities in all areas of life, right? There's contests, there's interviews. There's just conversations, and I feel that as leaders, we need to show up at our best at those key moments, right? Where mm-hmm. we're completely present, in tuned. Um, I, I also feel that we have to make mistakes, right? We have to make mistakes to become better, right? Uh, I think mistakes are part of the process of work in progress. That's my opinion, uh, obviously. Um, but thank you for sharing this. This is this. I mean, I needed to hear this. I need to hear this. So I want to go back to this improv okay. class that we were taking together. Um, what kind of things you remember the best from that improv and uh, how are you using this in your life? From the games that we played together as a group and the exercises. I mean, the biggest improv technique I learned was that yes and. Mm, yeah. And just being remaining positive right I mean that speaks to my strength but either way it's still a skill that you need to develop so as we're having this conversation or you're interacting with people in your day-to-day you know not just cutting off the communication or the story it's about okay so how can we get to how can we get to some resolution what what is it about what you're bringing versus what I'm bringing that helps us kind of push that envelope or push that idea and not just saying no and not just cutting it off because you could be missing out on something beautiful, right? So I think yes and was very critical to just that whole improv foundation, but then just bringing it into our our day-to-day too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've had fun with it at work, to be honest. I mean, I told everyone around me that I was taking an improv class. And so they were excited and they (laughs) wanted to hear more about it and just the games that were involved. And I think also in improv, it was about trust in your partner because you're not, it's not about having the best idea. It's just about bringing an idea and you working with your partner or your team to then develop that idea. And so I think 
for me, it was a lot about getting to know you and the fellow classmates and just being more comfortable with each other and knowing who kind of had a strength in this. And then you could feed off of that. And yeah. I mean, I know that, you know, we talked about Ashley a little bit. and Another student in the class. Yes, another student in the class. And so her and I, I felt like we had a really good chemistry at times, you know. There was that one game where you had to talk at the same time, mm-hmm. but then try to predict what each other was oh, going yes. to say. And game. so, I mean, we just looked at each other and we said, okay, what, it's not so much that one of us has to lead, but you, you kind of have to get that sense of, okay, if, if you're getting stuck, then I can take over. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you know, I'm getting stuck, then you take over and we just continue to build on that story. So I think the yes and and the trust factor of getting to know each other and working together and building and developing those ideas and those stories. I think those were the the two big takeaways that I got from the class. I love it. I, I, I love improv um, classes. I love the strategies of improv. I also see that improv helps in so many areas of your life, in business, in your personal, in your communication, and also improving your mindset, trust, you know, building trust. People who are different from you, who think differently, right? They have different life. But here, right now, we have to come together and create something and build trust at the same time. And build trust, Mark. Um, that's it's such a great um, such a great reminder. And also, I want to challenge everyone who's listening right now. Take an improv class. Take an improv class Absolutely. right now. <laughs> Make your own. And our instructor, he said there are so many YouTube videos you can look at and duplicate the classes in your environment. So you don't have to take a class, but you can still participate because there's so much. So many resources. I mean, the easiest game you can play is Zip Zap Zop. Zip Zap Zop. Zip Zap Zop, everyone. So, easiest game you can play, take it to all your parties. Zip Zap Zop. I love it, right? It breaks Mm -hmm. people out of their their box a little bit, right? Um, Bianca, so many great things we have discussed um, in such a short period of time. Thank you. But we're coming to the end. So, what I'd like to ask you is... What's next for you? It's great that you asked that question, Mark. Thank you. So, you know, they say new decade, new me. And I mean, certainly that's true, right? We are in 2020. But I've got a lot on my plate and on purpose. Like I did that by design. So I have started a master's program in business analytics. So I'm taking classes towards that. I'm getting married this year as well. Congratulations. So, thank you very much. So that is a new chapter in my life that I'm embarking on. And, you know, I, I just, I've now spent a year in my current position and just looking forward to those new opportunities and continuing to learn, strive, and excel there as well. And, you know, I mean, improv, who knows? <laughs> it certainly started the bug, but I, I do enjoy those opportunities for those new experiences. And it's definitely something I, I still want to pursue as well along that. And, you know, we did talk a little bit about Toastmasters. So looking out, just, just looking more to improve those communication skills and build upon that and, you know, really just trying to elevate myself for that next next step. Next adventure. Next adventure. Yes. Bianca, thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. For coming. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation and uh, reminiscing about uh, 
improv, which I, I, I feel that every person on this earth should at least take one class in their lifetime. Your life will be richer. And of course, you'll embarrass yourself, but it's all for the good. Uh, it's good. It's, 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 and also, you'll bring so much joy to people in your life. Thank you, Bianca, for coming. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I would like for you to listen to this episode, share it with everyone you care about, and don't forget to speak brave. Until next time. Thank you, everyone.